0: Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic hits.
0: Alcohol Action Ireland has called for a national strategy to help children who are growing up in households where parents are abusing alcohol. And a new study by AAI Ireland and University uh, College Cork shows that approximately 200,000 children are living in households impacted by the use of alcohol. For the 400,000 are adult children from such homes and a report recommends mandatory training in schools to recognise pupils who are experiencing trauma in the household. A parental uh, problem, alcohol republished today, was carried out prior to COVID-19. However, it notes that despite the closure of all licensed premises during the lockdown in March, alcohol sales reduced only modestly and the CEO of Alcohol Action Ireland Sheila Gillenani, or Gillianney so to say as <laughs> says uh, it indicates that Ireland's alcohol users substitutes most of their drinking from regulated licensed premises to consumption in the home she said households with uh, children have the highest proportion reported, reporting uh, an increase of alcohol consumption in that time. And she also went on to say, if you take it from the point of view of a child where there are already problems perhaps with alcohol in the home, that increased that increase, coupled with lack of access to their normal supports left children in a very vulnerable position. And I couldn't agree with her more. I mean, we certainly have an unhealthy attitude with alcohol in this country. There is no doubt about it. Alcohol is a factor in almost every event for Irish people. Alcohol at baptisms, communions, weddings, funerals, birthday parties, baby showers, the list goes on. Of course, we don't see too much of that at the moment, but people are replacing it in the home with alcohol at home. But is it irresponsible to be drinking at home if your children are around, especially at night when they're in bed? There is the doomsday scenario Now, if you're drinking wine at night and you're saying, "Ah, it's grand, they're in bed, they're all right. And you're, you know, going through a couple of bottles of wine at night. What happens if something goes wrong? What happens if your child has a seizure in the middle of the night? You're a little four-year-old or five-year-old, Mary or Johnny. Who's going to bring them to the hospital? You can't drive. You're pissed. So what happens in those situations? I mean, if you have a child, you have to be responsible. And you're responsible 24 hours a day, not just when they're awake. You're responsible all of the time. So is it irresponsible... To be drinking alcohol while your child is there. Is that irresponsible? Realistically, you wouldn't smoke in front of them. Because we see a stigma attached to that. So why would you drink wine in front of them? Or drink whiskey in front of them? Or drink beer in front of them? Why? Both of these things are bad. The only difference is one is legal and one is illegal. Oh well, when I say one is legal, (laughs) the other smoking is not illegal, but certainly (laughs) it's morally uh, reprehensible. So we know that nowadays. So that's the only difference. There is no stigma, or the same stigma isn't attached to alcohol. Sure, alcohol is great crack, isn't it? You can go out and have a great time when you're pissed. That's the kind of way we think in this country, where smoking is bad. Now, smoking is bad, but alcohol is equally bad and kills equally as many people directly and indirectly every single year in this country. And is responsible for more crimes. Petty crime, alcohol is responsible. People don't have smoke a cigarette and then rob somebody. People get pissed and beat up people because they're drunk be it within a marriage or out in a public setting. I'm not saying there's benefits to smoking, by the way, because there certainly isn't. It's not good for you. shouldn't do it. But if we have that stigma towards smoking, why don't we have the same stigma towards alcohol when it causes more problems? So do you think it's irresponsible parenting to drink at home when your children are in bed or in the house at all? Having mates over, getting pissed while your kid's are there. Go on, go on to bed. We're having, having a bit of a party here. Go on back up to bed, Mary. Is that irresponsible? I think it is. And I'll tell you why after the break, because I remember when I was a kid, I remember what my father was like. I'll tell you a bit more about that after the break. I oh, want to know from you 087 188 0008. Anthony, you're on Classic Kids. Adrian, Anthony. Hi, Neil. How are things? Good, Anthony. How are you keeping? Not too bad, not too bad. Good. You, sound, you sound a little bit uplifting today. Are you, something happened you in good form? Oh, I am in good form. I'm, well, I'm not in good form because I was very disappointed last night that you weren't on. It was a repeat. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. I I, I, I would love to explain it to you, but unfortunately I can't. I've converted a load of people to you <laughs> and they said to me, do
2: you know what? That man is after changing an awful lot in the last couple of months. And I said, yeah.
0: What do you mean changing? Said, like in a good way or a bad way? In a
2: good way. Oh, okay, okay. And the... I said, well, yeah. And they said, "Uh, two women. Oh, that's his new partner. (laughs) So so she's obviously doing
0: something right. They're they're giving Karen the credit then, are they? (laughs) Yeah. All right, okay, okay. And I wish you every happiness.
2: You deserve it.
0: Well, I do want to explain, yeah, I I, I know I haven't been on nights this week, but I have something going on in my life at the moment, so I needed a bit of time out. I have still been here during the day, uh, but I have something going on at the moment. Yes,
2: I know, I understand.
0: But but I I wish you every
2: happiness anyway. And you you are a different man, so
0: whatever she's
2: doing, she's doing it right. Ah, she looks
0: after me. That's what it is, Anthony. She's looking after me. You're only as good as the woman you marry and the woman that exactly. you're with. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, uh, Anthony, getting back to drink. hmm I mean, is it irresponsible to drink in a house where you've got, uh, you know, young children particularly? Is it like a bad influence on them? Are you sending out the wrong message?
2: Of course it is. I mean, it's just, it's messed up. Like, I mean, we've such double standards in this country. Like, I mean... They're on about smoking and banning smoking in the household and this, that and the other. Well, I never knew anyone that was falling around the place or was abusive or violent after smoking 15 cigarettes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have heard of horror stories and I've known people that went through
0: horrific childhoods with alcoholic parents. And it's I know. I know. Sure I have. My, my, my father was an alcoholic. And I remember it well. I remember, like, most times he was the most wonderful man in the world. But if he went out, I can remember being about 12 years of age, 11 years of age, and we knew he was out late, and we would mm. purposely want to go to bed. So we, could, we weren't there when he came home because he was a different person. Yeah, you know, yeah. Wasn't a that nice wasn't Like nice Mr. Hyde. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And he was grabbing a few pints on him. But every now yeah. and again he decided to go on the whiskey. And when he went on the whiskey, oh... We, I may all oh. look out all oh look out. I
2: know people like that yeah once they go on spirits they just go through the room
0: <laughs> oh he was a, he was not a nice person now you know love him to bits and everything but he was not a nice person when he was on whiskey and, and even my mother everybody suffered everybody suffered and don't get me wrong he never beat her or anything like that but, but you know but he still would be verbally abusive and to, to everybody uh, when, mm-hmm. when he was drunk you know what I mean particularly on whiskey and it was, it was again, a tough time and, and as a child I remember being terrified I remember being frightened of him in bed you know, you'd go to bed early, and I, I'd be mm-hmm. terrified under the covers. Come, please don't come up the stairs, please. I hope he doesn't come up the stairs, and you'd be terrified because you—you know—you knew even at twelve there was no reasoning with a drunk person.
2: No, there isn't. Yeah, there's no point in talking to a drunk person. There is no point. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. There, you get no logic, you get no sense, no logic, no reason,
0: but. Well, OK, there are parents listening today and say, well, hold on for a second. You know, my, my kids are, say, 11 and 12 years of age. I'm only having a few glasses of wine, for God's sake, when they're gone to bed. What harm is it? Yeah, but I'm not going to mention the C word. But
2: the government have a lot to explain for it as well. Because a lot of people are drinking more at
0: home now. Because of course, yeah. they can't go to pubs. They can't go to nightclubs. They can't go out. Yeah, so a lot so, of kids will be seeing their parents, you know, drinking for the first time, maybe, or drinking more, I suppose, at home. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and they didn't touch, once again, they didn't touch alcohol in the budget, but they put up cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's because they're getting so much excise duty from it.
0: Yeah, yeah, The
2: absolutely. taxes and everything, I mean, it's just a total dub. The government, I mean, I'd love to get, what's his name, Hoolahan, is it? Tony yeah. The president of Ireland. The president, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd love to get him and explain, like, why there's this increase in domestic violence, why there's this increase in people drinking at home. It's because they have no other
0: option. Absolutely. Well, let me let me go to Lorenzo as well. Lorenzo, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Lorenzo? Hello, hi. How are you? Good. Lorenzo, is it irresponsible to be drinking in front of your children?
3: Mm, I think not. Okay. Um... I mean, I think I always got, when I was a kid, I always got like adults drinking at the table with no problem. Um, As I wrote on the text, I think that the main problem here is that you don't have a switch off plug. I mean, once you switch on drinking mode, you drink up to you're totally destroyed and you lose control of yourself. So I think the problem is that you, if you drink, you don't stop. <laughs> yes. I mean you don't say okay I have a drink I have a, a glass of wine I have a pint and then stop. If you start you basically uh, you reach the point of lose control of your body and lose control of yourself mm-hmm. and that's where you get problems.
2: And Lorenzo what country are you from? Italy. Italy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, they no, they wouldn't they wouldn't be big the- drinkers in Italy. They be real, I I think Italians I, and French are probably more responsible when it comes to alcohol.
3: Well, we,
2: well, they do social drinking, and I know that the French even will allow children to drink. Well, they do a
0: glass of wine for dinner, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. The well,
3: drink when I was uh, two months
0: old. How old were
3: you? <laughs>
0: two months old. <laughs> it, was put, <laughs> it was put into your bottle, was it? <laughs> yeah, my mother gave, uh, it
3: was, I was born in October. Well, here's in the th-
0: I remember as kids, here's a thing, right, and you don't thankfully see <laughs> it as much now, right? But you go up to your aunties at Christmas or up to your granny's house at Christmas on Christmas Day and everybody was drinking on Christmas Day. And your granddad would have a pint of Guinness or a glass of whiskey and mm. you'd come over and you'd be only three or four years of age and you'd go, here, do you want some? And he'd hold your head and put the glass to your mouth and pour a little drop in. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. That was very common practice in Ireland. We almost yeah. weaned people into alcohol at a young age. Yeah,
2: we all got that. I mean, it was quite normal. Sure, grape washer. Oh, sure, grape, grape know, water fratolic- contains...
0: Oh, a massive uh, amount of alcohol,
2: yeah. Yeah, and it's quite normal, but I mean, they I think they've taken the alcohol out of it now. Well, it's but been
0: taken off the market, hasn't it? I think you can still get, I don't think you can get it, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think you can get it in Ireland anymore. You can get it up the north, but I don't think you can get it in Ireland anymore.
2: But I, I don't really think, I think we have to stop running down ourselves as well as a nation, like we're known as a nation of alcoholics.
0: England is just as bad as here. Yeah, but I I just think oh, that Ireland and, and maybe Lorenzo would disagree with me, but I think Ireland and England and don't get me wrong, there's drinkers all over the bloody world, but Ireland and England particularly have a bad relationship with alcohol. And I know Ireland, uh, they did stats there recently. We drink more units than probably most other countries in the world, which is quite shocking, Lorenzo. I'm sure you yeah. <laughs> you, would, you would agree. I mean. Yeah, but then- and I what about Poland? Well, right. well, they do drink too, yeah, but sorry, Lorenzo. And what about... Now, will you wait, Anthony? Let Lorenzo answer that. <laughs> no, Go I ahead.
3: mean, I think that the problem is even that... Um, now, I'd say, like, genetically, but I think, obviously, there won't be any
0: genetic... No, there's no genetic reason. That, but, no,
3: But I think that you are, an English as well, are more prone to be aggressive and have an aggressive hangover, while, for example, in Italy, I... I really don't know anyone that if he is totally hangover is aggressive. We might be extremely chatty or get sad or be extremely open, but as far as I know, I don't know anyone. So
0: you think that in Ireland I, the alcohol brings out the worst in us? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't, mean, I wouldn't yeah, disagree with you by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, no, not with everybody. I mean, that's not fair. I mean, I know women. He's right. I I worked with a woman from Estonia, from Tallinn in Estonia. And she told me that it was quite normal and your husband didn't love you if he didn't
0: get drunk and beat you. Oh my god. That was god, quite yeah.
2: normal. It was a sign of love if your husband did oh, well, I don't know how
0: true that is. Mind you, in Ireland, I mean, if we go back in time in Ireland, Anthony, it was quite common for men to go to pubs, particularly on a Sunday <laughs> evening, uh, where well, they'd spend the whole day Sunday drinking, come home for the holy hour, go back to the pub again, have their dinner, go back to the pub again, and then come home and beat up their wives. That was quite a common thing in Ireland if you go back a long time ago. I mean,. Look at the way we've changed. Thankfully, look at the way Ireland has changed. Well, now you have to be fair as well. Don't be sexist. Oh, no, no, I know. Women beat up men too. I'm aware of that.
2: Yeah. And women, there is nothing worse than a drunken woman but who will shut up and will <laughs> get violent. And well, they'll be violent, but won't shut up. But
0: alcohol is the root of all of that problem. And for the majority of domestic violence, alcohol has been the problem. And that's why we have changed somewhat because. I don't think we drink as much now as we did, say, 30 or 40 years ago. And the shocking thing about it as well is if you look at the price of alcohol, it hasn't actually gone up in price too much. I mean, if I go back to when I was working in Club M back in the 90, early 1990s, you know, a pint of beer then was £4.50, 4 50 or £4 in and around that. It's still only, what, over €5 euro in a nightclub. So it hasn't actually gone up when you look at the price of everything else. So we, we're still encouraging people to keep drinking. Let me go to Jude. Jude, you're in classic kids How you doing, Jude. I get in there now. Good. Jude, I mean, do you think it's irresponsible to drink in front of your children?
4: No, it's not because that means every parent, if it was irresponsible, should stop drinking because they have children. You can have a couple of drinks
0: in front of your children. Just because you have children doesn't mean you you have to stop drinking. Yeah, see, I don't drink, so I don't get it, you know what I mean?
4: You know, like, and it's not even illegal to abuse alcohol. It's illegal to abuse children, but it's not illegal to abuse alcohol. But the two
0: go hand in hand, don't they?
4: Not necessarily.
0: Well, if you're abusing alcohol, you're probably more likely to abuse your children physically. I'm not talking about sexually or anything like that.
4: Well, personally, I have friends who drink, and you could even say they abuse alcohol. But they don't abuse their family life, they don't abuse their children. You know, just because you have children doesn't mean you can. You have to stop drinking. Because you can drink sensibly in front of your diet.
2: You don't would have you to the, abuse alcohol. Mm. Would, you, you know, would you say the same about smoking so as well? What, what do you mean about smoking? Would it be alright to smoke in front
0: of your children and around your children? Socially.
4: Yeah, yeah. You see children, but
0: alcohol doesn't have vapours for the children to... Um, uh, alcohol indirectly causes more damage. Come on, stop, Jude. You're an intelligent man. No, but he was talking, he was talking about smoking.
4: I'm saying it's... Okay if I, if I'm, I'm, I'm
0: in the kitchen having a cigarette and my son or daughter was in the kitchen on the other side of the kitchen and I'm sitting down having a cigarette, throughout their lifetime, it'll probably do very little damage to them. Um, and by the way, I'm not suggesting anybody should do that, but I'm just saying it could really cause very little damage. If I'm a drinker, I'm probably going to do more damage psychologically to that child, particularly if I'm a heavy drinker versus versus a heavy smoker. I will do more damage to that child's life by being drunk on a regular basis. So,
4: because, just supposing you were to do that, does that mean every other
0: adult who has children should stop drinking? I'm not saying that. I'm only asking, do you believe it's irresponsible? So, let's say I have two kids in bed. Okay, so you have a kid in bed, seven years of age, right? Off they go to bed, and you decide to down a bottle of wine, Right. Okay that's nice. You're sitting watching telly, you drink four glasses of wine, and you down a bottle of wine. So something happens, the kid gets a seizure in the middle of the night. Who's gonna drive him to the hospital?
4: Do you not ring your ranges? Because lots of people who drink that amount of wine mightn't even have a car. So wouldn't they have to ring Well, okay. have to the hospital? So, the driving
0: has up to do with it. Okay, listen, I have to take a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Number 087 188 Somebody mentions, by the way, it's Gay Byrne's anniversary today. Forgot all about it. Gay Byrne, one of the best broadcasters the country's ever had. And he also mentions Terry Wogan and Jerry Ryan and a few others as well. Keep up the good works. as Joe in Cork. Hi
1: there, Niall. Good. Thanks
0: for taking the call. No problem at all. I mean, look, it's an interesting topic. I mean, is it irresponsible to drink around your children, particularly with this uh, research out today that 200,000 children are living in households impacted by alcohol use? Yeah, uh,
1: can well I'll imagine in this country. Yeah. yeah, well I can remember
0: as a child myself when my dad used to drink way too much and you'd go to bed terrified that he was going to start a Barney and run him into the house because he was drunk. Right,
1: yeah, yeah. You absolutely. Know? I had similar, I had my, my own dad, he was a very good man he's passed away now but I grew up with alcoholism, you know, so yeah. he, uh, um, he had the disease of alcohol and uh, of course, he, yeah, had, yeah. he couldn't control it. Until, you know, he got a recovery 30 years before he died. But it affected us massively because you're you become very vigilant and you're, you're caretaking. Uh, you're trying to keep everybody happy so you end up people-pleasing everybody. You yeah, we have... end up
0: walking on eggshells, I used to find. Oh,
1: that's it, that's yeah. it, Jay? And you have to go into denial to survive. And then yeah. that isn't really able to come out until you're an adult because yeah. it's not safe for it to come out, you know? I mean oh, we, we yeah. were comparing
0: earlier on we were comparing smoking and drinking and as much as smoking is very bad for your health and of course it can be bad for children's health too if you're smoking in close proximity to them it yeah. still doesn't have that emotional and damaging effect on children that no, alcohol would ab- have
1: you're absolutely right it doesn't have yeah.
0: It's, and yet we like stig- we stigmatise smoking in front of children or smoking in the car with kids We st- so we should equally stigmatise drinking around your children
1: yeah it's amazing it's amazing it's just it's like swept under the carpet in this country nobody really wants to speak about it you know mm-hmm. like I'm in Al-Anon a long time and it's really transformed me. You know, I also had a sister who passed away. You know, family members, you lose family members early when alcoholism is is there. But the thing about Al-Anon is that it helps you to kind of detach a little bit, but yet stay in the relationship. So it helps you. You Maybe know, to certainly. understand
0: where they are yeah, in their lives. When yeah. you're
1: living with an alcoholic, yeah. you're trying to control them all the time. That's the whole thing. Can it you? But here's the thing. And and it, it's a deeper,
0: be, a deeper conversation, Louise, and we don't have the time for today. But yeah. is, is it possible to live with an alcoholic? I mean, can you live with it an is. alcoholic?
1: That's the thing in, in, in Al-Anon um, that, that I'm part of. It's a fantastic support group for families and friends of alcoholics and people that you're just worried about their drinking it is possible people do I'm, I'm constantly amazed I hear it and um, that people do l- learn to live they learn to kind of not get on the person's case and uh, treat them in a loving way and learn to kind of take the focus off them and look after themselves and in that often the alcoholic stops drinking uh, because it, you know, they've nothing to rebel against when somebody stops fighting with them all the time. Mm. So it's very interesting to see how it does work and how, and, and, and how it helps then if your child or mm-hmm. your family member is. Um, it's like a, a different way because what you're doing is not working. Pouring bottles down the sink, taking no. the keys off them, whatever.
0: Hiding so the wallet, it's, all, it's all that it's kind of stuff. Completely, a... yeah, it's I, and giving out doesn't work and causing arguments over it probably doesn't work either because it just gets everybody into a frustrated uh, state. But Louisa, it, it deserves more time. Unfortunately I can't give it today but I'll tell you what we will contact you again and maybe give it a bit more time because we need to talk about that more in more detail. And by the way if anybody wants to contact Alan on, they're open from 10 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock at night uh, it's a double number 01873 2699 that's 01873 2699 if you are living with an alcoholic and need some support, need some help and some advice on how to deal with that. We We'll get back to that again, it's an interesting topic. Damien Farley's on the way, he's gonna brighten up the afternoon for you. I'll start you again tonight just after nine o'clock.